The Good Neighbor Network, FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and online at WGNSRadio.com. This is the WGNS Action Line, talking with Rutherford County newsmakers about what matters most to you. Now your host, Bart Walker. Well, good morning to you. Welcome into the Action Line from WGNS. We have some friends from the Murfreesboro Police Department this morning. It's the season to be jolly, and uh, some folks are being more jolly than usual as they move around (laughs) stealthily around the community. Our police chief is with us, Michael Bowen. Hey, Michael. Merry Christmas to you. You too, Bart. Good morning. Good to have you with us. Uh, You brought with you some friends, and uh, they're here to bring some Christmas cheer. Uh, two elves with you. <laughs> Clayton Williams, how are you, Clayton? I bet, you, bet you haven't been called an elf before. Clayton's a big guy, tall guy. Yeah, that's, uh, that's a new one. Uh, the, nobody ever accused me of being small, but uh, I'll do my best to bring well, some That's the beauty of radio. We can they can create. imagine, right? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Larry Flowers is here, too. Hey, Larry, good morning. Hey, good morning, boy. How are you? I'm doing great. Good to have you all with us today. Uh, for people who are tuning in, maybe some are new to the area, just moved into town, uh, are there any things that we should keep in mind during the holiday season to keep us from being a victim of, of holiday crimes? Well, Bart, I think it, uh, it's pretty standard. I think just about any, anywhere you would go, you know, when you're at these uh, Shopping places, you know, put things in the trunk. Don't leave things visible in your vehicle. The the whole locking your car things. Uh, a lot of times, those uh, auto burglars are a crime of opportunity, and people won't go through the effort of breaking a window. It does happen, but a lot of times they'll just check doors, see if they're unlocked, and if they're unlocked, you know, those are the cars that they uh, they seize upon. So, now I guess really, if if it's near a light, they don't like they don't like to be seen. Right, right. But we can tell, uh, especially nighttime now. Uh, as busy as some of these places are a lot of times you can't dictate where you park so you know just uh try to be mindful if you can get close to a light but that's not always a possibility and then i always encourage people especially if you're doing late night shopping you know go with a friend have somebody with you very good larry are there any particular kinds of uh crimes that are happening more often right now here in rutherford county and murfreesboro the whole general area here Nothing in particular, Bart. Typically, you know, you still have your issues with, you know, shoplifting, people going into uh, local businesses and, you know, selecting items and decide to pass by the cashier without pay. Um, we're still seeing uh, that happening. And, you know, I know the chief and um, the mayor have been concerned about that and have reached out to some of these uh, big box you know stores to you know try to get them to help you know help us help them you know and uh you know they can hire private security and things like that to try to prevent people from just walking out of these stores but you know oftentimes you know the employees are are told there's a policy for them not to you know engage with someone who's leaving with that merchandise you know for safety reason as well as liability reasons very definitely clayton what should businesses do to reduce their risk i mean is there anything they can do to make it uh, uh maybe where a person who's thinking about robbing the store or taking merchandise uh, would think twice before they come in there 
Well, you know, the big thing is having uh, adequate staff, but uh, you know, some a lot of stores now are changing the ways, not only uh, how things are designed and laid out, but where things are actually at. Um, you know, so that things can't be again crimes of opportunity that can be grabbed right near the front door and walked out. Um, uh, also, during this time, if uh, I'm going to tell on myself age, but used to <laughs> when uh, I worked retail, if during this time we would make more frequent, you know, bank drops or safe drops, you know, we didn't want to keep a lot of cash on hand because some people still carry a lot of that and use that. So um, those just some very basic practices and make sure you got adequate staff to, you know, keep an eye on what's going on. That's the biggest thing is because a lot of times if, if a would-be criminal walks in a store and sees that there are staff members around and, and being visible, uh, you know, that that's a deterrent in itself. So uh, have a lot of folks. Is there anything you can do to uh, maybe make the uh, exiting uh, discouraging for people exiting with with merchandise you know I've seen some other stores kind of incorporate the Sam's Club method you know and I think that's that's a retailer decision as far as how <laughs> some people don't like that some people don't you know shop at those places just because they have to stop on the way out and check their receipt but you know that's just kind of a decision that the retailer has to weigh with how they do their operations yeah. and just remember one thing just because you make it out the door and into the parking lot and into your car doesn't mean you got away with it True. There, there's right. there's so much follow-up that gets done it's uh, a lot of these people that you see walking out with these things do wind up eventually getting arrested so it's not they might have got away for the moment and uh but uh and a lot of it is just due to a lot of the technology a lot of these stores have in place with their camera systems uh it's hard to do anything nowadays and not have your vehicle recorded in a parking lot or have your be have yourself uh, recorded as you walk into a store so uh, a lot of times it's short-lived victories because these people do wind up eventually getting uh, identified and charged and caught so Larry you do a great job of uh, sending out the surveillance pictures to media and I noticed uh, one just this yesterday or so uh, a person was identified living in in another state so i mean the long arm of the law can reach across state borders easily right and you'll find a lot of times you have these groups that move around from city to city doing things a lot of times you can wind up uh interrupting a, a, a organized group like that uh what's what helps us a lot is a lot of these places do have a organized loss prevention that are able to get us information and uh, things that we need so it's kind of a cooperative effort it's not is it perfect no but uh, I think we all try to do our best to uh, cut back on some of these crimes now there was a, a crime recently about uh, and they called it a gang and I've forgotten the name of the gang but uh, it had a catchy name to it uh, and and you had quite a few surveillance pictures of those mm-hmm. people trying to uh, pass bad checks or cash money things of that sort uh how is that coming did you get that or you still need some help on that yeah uh these people travel around the country they're called the felony lane gang typically because they use the outer lane of the um the banks uh drive up lanes and so that's why they were coined the name the felony lane gang but they would typically go to cities you know to parks to trailways typically breaking cars and still you know credit cards that type of information checks ids and then they will use those items to cash checks to uh, you know get money out of these uh 
account holders accounts uh typically they have you know try to disguise themselves to look like the person on the id and uh, when you're providing a bank with an id you got all the legitimate documents you know uh, they're cashing these uh, these checks and things. But the other day, uh, there was one uh, where we had put the bolo out. There was an Alabama tag on the car, but the tag was stolen from a different vehicle. Um, so through our investigation, um, Detective Daniels was able to identify uh, the woman that was uh, shown in those surveillance photos. He's taken out warrants for her arrest. And once uh, she's taken into custody, she will have to face these charges here in Murfreesboro. So like Chief said, you know, you may think you got away with it that day, but there's so much that goes on behind the scenes that uh, that the public really don't know how hard our detectives work. I mean, literally, if you could see the things that they do, uh, if there's a major crime, they're up hours after hour after hour, you know, working on these cases. And when they say those, what, the first 48 or, or those crucial hours, that that's true. And, and our guys, you have to give them a pat on the back because they do such an awesome, awesome job uh, in helping to solve these crimes. You sent out a, a, a video recently uh, with some ladies trying to cash some bad checks at a bank, drawing a drive-through through the bank. It was amazing to listen to those videos and, right. and hear uh, the stories that those people came <laughs> up with. And I'm wondering. <laughs> How could anybody even think that they would be the real people? But if you noticed in that video, the bank teller was asking all the right questions. Oh, yeah. She was asking, you know, to make sure it wasn't fraud, but they had all the legitimate documents they needed to make that transaction. So, you know, that's why the bank teller did it. But it was amazing. And, um, you know, and I think that was a mother-daughter combination that, that ended up uh, doing that. But again... You know, through uh, the assistance uh, from the public as well as the hard work from detectives, uh, they were identified as well. Chief Mullen, do you find crimes of this sort on the increase during Christmas time? It, it, you typically see a spike around the holiday seasons, and like I said, a lot of times it's just because there's a lot more opportunity out there. People are out there, they get distracted, caught up in the moment, shopping, things like that, leave things unattended. Uh, things like that and just kind of following up on what Larry said we uh, here a couple of years ago we made a huge investment in uh, crime analysts so we have four crime analysts right now and the way that they're working closely with our detective division and I'm, I agree with Larry I gave I give our detectives I mean I think that or that unit is running uh, top-notch right now and uh, just you supplement with that with our crime analyst section and uh, their capabilities and what they're able to do it's it they've, they've got a lot going on behind the scenes and we're so proud of them we we have a lot going on to keep murfreesboro and rutherford county safe with all of the agencies working together here exactly exactly and you know the uh, grown community and like i said uh, uh we try to uh uh, make best use of our resources and try and focus our resources in the in the in the right places and uh, businesses uh, mean a lot to our community and uh, we want them to have a safe working environment you can see it's not the case in other places and uh, we just want to make sure that uh, we're taking care of our, uh, everybody that shops and out and, out and about in these uh, locations as well as the businesses and themselves one thing we hear a lot about and see a lot is your uh, your cameras that are on that trailer uh, we see that all around town now Right. 
so those are just uh, portable and uh, we actually get requests in some places to have them placed. Uh, so uh, we can move them to special events, we can move them to just various locations, you know, if we have a ball game, uh, we can uh, move it to a parking lot, special events like the marathon, you know, we can just uh, really flexible on how we can use those. So that, uh, that does reduce, I guess, just visibility. Nobody wants their picture made doing something they shouldn't be doing. Exactly, and what you got to remember too, with the, uh, there's uh, cities all over the country that have camera systems, mm -hmm. and people know their camera systems, but they still commit crimes in front of those cameras knowing they're there, and it really helps your solvability on a lot of these uh, issues. It really helps your ability to go in there, uh, get some quick information, and, and, and run down some leads pretty fast. Uh, like I said, uh, well, most of the places we've gone to and visited to look at some of their crime centers, things like that, and I'm kind of flipping the script. Uh, you go there and they, they, they say that the biggest benefit isn't uh, so much the prevention aspect as it is the solvability. Uh, typically, if they can link a camera system or something to a particular crime, uh, the, the chances of that case getting solved increase dramatically. I know there was a conversation about some of the high crime areas of Murfreesboro ones that uh, keep popping up again and again as sites of crimes and you were going to be putting some cameras uh, in those areas has that helped any well we haven't uh so uh, just for uh, everybody listen we have trailer pulled camera systems and then there's the thought that we would add a uh, we, we call it a, our public safety camera system project where you'd actually have they'd be pole mounted cameras in neighbor uh, neighborhoods uh, all of those locations would be determined by specifically by violent crime. Uh, we, would prior we would prioritize those areas. Uh, that is a project that we haven't had approved yet. We haven't presented it to council yet for approval, but it's something that we're working on. And uh, uh, I know that uh, many have probably heard about the recent grant uh, funding through uh, Governor Lee's office for for uh, crime initiatives and uh, we've really been looking at that and seeing how uh, how that's uh, going to be spent. I know that uh, a lot of the things that they specify in that grant funding are things like technology, LPR technology, camera technology, things like that. So those are, those are all things that we're working on right now. So, now, Are there ways to check your neighborhood to see how you fall in crimes? Uh, are there more break-ins in your neighborhood? Are there violent crimes in your neighborhood? Or do you live in a pretty safe place? Is there a place to check to see, see how your neighborhood uh, sort of sizes up there? Yeah, we have a uh, crime mapping on our uh, webpage, uh, www.murfreesboro.tn.gov forward slash 1781 forward slash police. And uh, right on the uh, center page, there's an icon that says crime mapping. Uh, typically, you can put in your street address, hit go, and any um, uh, crimes that reportable crimes that um, near your address will show up on the crime mapping. So that's one way that residents can, you know, keep, a, keep an eye on what's going on in their uh, particular neighborhoods. Okay, so people can check their neighborhood, and does this is this something that Neighborhood Watch can can work on? I mean, obviously the cameras would be nice, but they're not there yet. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, Neighborhood Watch would be great. And I tell you, Bart, uh, things have changed a lot over the past few years, and uh, you know the traditional Neighborhood Watch, Neighborhood Watch, those are kind of. 
becoming a thing in the past because so many neighborhoods now have these uh, these uh, social media pages for their particular neighborhoods. So a lot of work's getting done behind the scene in, in, in those groups. And you know, you have the ring cameras, you have all the camera technology in those neighborhoods and people are able to provide uh, information with that. So you'll see some cities that will actually, uh, you'll have neighborhood groups or, 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 or individuals that will invest in camera systems. And uh, some, some places even have it hooked up to where you can uh, feed in and, and police can access your camera. If you say, hey, my HOA or my neighborhood group wants this particular camera set up, you know, we'll give police access to it. You'll see, you see a lot of that now. I have a friend who lives in a neighborhood where they have put in a license plate reader. Yeah. Uh, so how does that work? I mean, is that something they rent from somebody or what? Well, I think it's a purchase and it's a, well, I guess I, I guess it uh, depend on the vendor that they're using. Now we don't have that technology yet, so we're not utilizing any of that yet. So, uh, do you know what neighborhood they're in? I, I do. But is, I don't is, it, is, is it in Murfreesboro? It's in the city limits. Okay, it's in the city limits. Yeah, so we wouldn't be accessing that right now. So, so I, I think he said they were just checking, and if a car comes in that's not supposed to be there, how long does it take it to leave? Uh, so, that if somebody was broken into one night. Uh, and there was a car in the neighborhood that didn't belong there, right. they would have a, an idea there. Didn't those license plate readers come up recently in a crime? They they caught somebody with a pretty bad crime that was involved with a... Yeah, you will see that uh, a lot of times uh, we can reach out to other places when we have suspects uh, identified in crimes and we can reach out to other jurisdictions and... Uh, and that, that do have LPRs and they can tell us if a certain vehicle passed through a certain area. Know that a lot of these uh, technologies aren't random technologies, like the camera system, I'll go back to that. That's not something that we sit, we would sit at a camera and watch 24 hours a day. Number one, we don't want to. Number two, we just don't have the personnel to do that because if you get a large number of camera systems out there, you, you don't have the time or ability to do that. Typically, where those come into play is if you have a, a specific vehicle, if you have a specific crime that's around one of those camera locations, then you can go back and retrieve that information from that camera. So it's not like it's a constantly monitored thing, but it's something that you can go to for uh, for evidence, for, for information if you need it. So same thing applies to the LPR. It's just something that you, it's not a random thing. There's specific vehicles, stolen vehicles, missing persons, things like that that are entered into the system. And, and, and if uh, LPR picks up on them, they'll, they'll notify law enforcement. We have a, a text here from a listener who's asking about uh, they've had an increase in people taking packages from porches lately in their neighborhood. Is there anything they can do to reduce that? <clears throat> well, it, it kind of depends on your comfort level. I know there's a lot of services, especially Walmart now, who are pairing with uh, some of the technology companies like uh, the the Amazon Alexa devices, the smart devices like in your garage doors and things like that. They'll actually deliver the package inside the res inside there for you. If that's something you want to do, um, you know, probably the cheapest and easiest way is um, I know we utilize this a lot. If we know, if I know I have a package coming and um, I'm not going to be there, I'll contact a neighbor and say, Hey, would you mind picking this up for me when it comes in and have them hold it till I get home? Um, and most people can take advantage of that without having to spend any extra time or money. So um, you can also, a lot of the places now allow you to pick up at a certain location. You know, maybe if you have the ability, 
you know, I know it's not as convenient on the doorstep, but if you have the ability to pick it up at a secondary location, do that or deliver it to someone, a family member, a friend who you know's home most of the time, um, workplace, things like that. It, it makes it easier. Is having it out of sight, is that the benefit? So I'm wondering, could would, do they ever leave it on your back door instead of the front door? I think you you can ask those some vendors with special instructions. I don't know how well that actually works, but you know, I think the issue is if it's again opportunity if some if you're not home, uh, then the issue is if somebody you know, so many people pull in and out of driveways now with deliveries, it's it's not that uncommon to see a car. So if someone's kind of posing as that and they want to walk around and grab that, the biggest thing if you can take away that opportunity and not make it available, then that you know keeps the crime from happening. Very good. Our phone number, 615-893-1450. We're going to pause for just a moment, and then we'll be back and continue the conversation. If you have any questions, you can call us, you can text us, whatever you prefer, 615-893-1450. We're talking with friends from the Murfreesboro Police Department. Stay with us. You may think money problems are just impossible to fix. Get sound advice with Dave Ramsey, one to four weekdays, followed by certified financial planner Jason Qualls at four. Here at Bud's Tire, we make buying Michelin tires simpler. I'm Allison Mitchell with Bud's Tire Pros. We offer a straightforward approach to service, including nationwide warranties with every purchase. Stop in today to see our full lineup of Michelin and BF Goodrich tires. For whatever you drive, Michelin and BF Goodrich have a tire to fit any need. Bud's Tire Pros, hassle-free, guaranteed. We're located on East Main Street, exactly three miles from the town square, one mile past Rutherford Boulevard. Visit us online at BudsTireProsTN.com. Hi, this is Peter Demas. One of the things that we've done years ago is we've been able to do our orders like our pastas and many other items that we used to be able to put them in large pans and now we have a catering team that will even deliver it to your home. We can drop it off for you, set it up, or they can come in and pick it up. Look up our catering menu on www.demasrestaurants.com. This is Peter Demas at Demas's Restaurant. 1115 Northwest Broad Street in Murfreesboro. Guys, if you've noticed a lack of energy, motivation, and drive, it could be Low-T. Schedule your complete health assessment at Low-T Center. They now offer the convenience of monitored self-inject at-home testosterone treatments for $155 a month or covered by most health insurance. So if you don't live near a Low-T Center or you're just busy and need the convenience of at-home treatment, Low-T Center makes it easy and to get started, only your first two visits are in person. Go to LowTCenter.com to book online. Low-T Center, reinventing men's health care. Good morning. I still see that slowdown coming out of Coffee County towards Rutherford on 24 westbound trying to get up through Beach Grove. That's been slow like that for at least four or five hours that I've been keeping a track of it. Again, it's slow coming out of Coffee County in the Rutherford on 24 westbound in Beach Grove. 24 westbound over here in Bell Road. They're still trying to move that stalled truck that's got traffic a little extra slow coming in from Rutherford County. Nash Painting services all of Middle Tennessee. Check them out at NashPainting.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. We'll see a few scattered showers and thunderstorms here this afternoon with cloudy skies and high around 70 degrees. For tonight, chance for showers cloudy alone near 55. I'm meteorologist Jennifer Wojcicki on News Radio WGNS. 
Currently, it's 65. Hi, this is Gator with Tire World Off-Road. We're your local rough country dealer. So when you're ready to add some character to your rig, ask for Gator at Tire World Off-Road on Memorial Boulevard. This is Sean Brown at Tire World on Broad Street. Online at tireworld.us. The GNS in our call stands for Good Neighbor Station. That's been our objective since 1947. Now more than ever, count on WGNS. Broadcasting from the Middle Tennessee Electric Studios. MTE supplies power to the station's 328-foot tower in downtown Murfreesboro. MTE, serving to make life better since 1936. Welcome back. Our phone number is 615-893-1450. Your chance to get answers on things that will help you. Visiting with us from the Murfreesboro Police Department, Police Chief Michael Bowen, Public Information Officer Larry Flowers, and Lieutenant Clayton Williams. They are here with answers for you. You have to ask them, though. 615-893-1450. Well, the Murfreesboro Christmas Parade is right around the corner this Sunday, 2 o'clock. The Christmas Parade. And I have to say this. The Murfreesboro Police Department, you have been phenomenal for all of these years that we've had the Christmas Parade. I, I, you just make everybody feel safer, and we do appreciate all that you do. Thank you, Mark. So uh, thank you again. That's 2 o'clock Sunday. And uh, today, this afternoon, Larry, I understand that uh, the police are involved in the school bus safety. Tell us about that. Sure. The uh, Rutherford County Traffic Safety Task Force, which is uh, made up of about nine different agencies here in Rutherford County, including the Sheriff's Office, MTSU Police, uh, Murfreesboro Police, Laverne, Smyrna, uh, THP. Uh, this afternoon, they will be promoting uh, school bus safety for uh, bus drivers and students. Uh, the goal is uh, Officers and uh, troopers will be riding school buses, looking for uh, distractive drivers, hand-free violations, um, drivers not stopping for uh, the bus stop sign in the flashing lights. And that's important uh, because we'll use Clark uh, Boulevard, for example. Clark has four lanes and a turn lane. So therefore, it's not divided by a median. So therefore, if a bus is stopped on either side of Clark, traffic on both sides should stop so that's one of the things that we want to try to educate drivers on that uh, you know you have to stop for a school bus it's both directions when the road is not divided by a, a median so that's really important and so our um, uh, task force members will be out looking for that today and um, so they will physically be on those buses yeah as a as a, a lookout to see violators and then we will have um, officers um, you know, nearby that could go and um, and uh, do conduct a traffic stop. And the thing is not to give tickets, it's more of education. If there is a, a, a violation that, you know, can't be helped, you know, a child is getting off a bus and you, you know, speed by, of course, you know, I'm sure you, you'll be cited, but this is more of an educational tool. Try to educate these drivers that, you know, that this is uh, our, our students or, or our priority and we should, uh, you know, drive safely around these uh, bus stops. Is this something that you think you might occasionally do in the future without uh, telling people in advance? Let them have a surprise. Well, our traffic unit at, uh, at MPD constantly is out, uh, 
you know, enforcing traffic and, and looking for violators and things of that nature. So those we don't advertise, they're out every single day. And again, the goal is not to just write citation after citation. They educate, they give warnings. They don't just write uh, citations. Okay, we have a question here from a listener who says, how can we reduce running stoplights on South Church Street? Any chance we can have the camera citation system for that? Okay, so recently Larry had added to our website uh, the ability to uh, for uh, traffic complaints to be submitted. So I would encourage, uh, uh, go ahead and give us the location right now, but I'd encourage uh, anyone, anytime they have a, issues with traffic to uh, go online, submit those complaints. We've got a staff that will look through those complaints and they'll assign resources. Uh, the big helps for us are if you can, t uh, if it's a certain day a week where it's more prevalent to have that uh, information. If there's certain times of the day uh, where it's more prevalent, just kind of let us know that information. But uh, uh, we, we take those complaints seriously and we will assign resources to those areas. This person sent us an additional one saying, I lecture my kids daily about slowing and looking all ways before entering a green light uh, at intersections on South Church. So, and I think that's smart to do with any anytime you have a traffic signal. That's good advice for uh, anywhere you may be because a lot of times you can take that extra second or two. Uh, doesn't happen often, but there will be there will be those times where you'll have a car uh, trying to beat the light and come through that intersection, even though you may have a green. So that's uh, sound advice. Larry, here's a follow-up uh, to your comments about the school buses. What are you doing about speeding in school zones? Again, uh, our traffic um, unit constantly monitor those areas. Uh, we recently had uh, an enforcement in school zones uh, through the Rutherford County Traffic Safety Task Force a few months ago. Uh, citing drivers who may have been speeding, again, distracted. Bart, you really don't realize how often people have these things in their hands, even mm -hmm. driving through a school Talking zone. A phone camera. These phones. Yeah, I'm sorry, nobody <laughs> can see me. <laughs> but these cell phones, they will literally have these phones up texting and driving and things of that nature and don't realize how dangerous that is. So, again, our traffic unit, as well as the Rutherford County Traffic Safety Task Force, you know, are constantly monitoring those type areas in all areas of the city to, you know, try to cut down on these traffic moving violations. Here's a text from a listener who said, I was driving down the street the other day and I was proud to see a Murfreesboro police car driving alongside another person and he was talking to the person through his loudspeaker <laughs> and he was saying, stop using your telephone. Right. And they, that, they and believe me, that happens. I was with uh, <laughs> Captain Kerry uh, Ginsmer one time. We were heading to Nashville, and we were on, on Old Fort Parkway, and this driver literally on the phone, and he got on the loudspeaker, and they quickly put it down. So, again, you know, he could have stopped and given her a citation, but, you know, it's about education, Bart, and that's what we want to do, educate these drivers the dangers of distracted driving. Mm -hmm. That is really dangerous. I mean, you can just drive a few feet if you're not watching where you're going and uh, you're texting or trying to do something with your phone. Uh, all sorts of things can happen. And, you know, uh, Clayton and I were talking about this yesterday about following too closely and uh, just, uh, you know, your perception time, your reaction time, and how much time it really uh, takes you to get stopped, uh, even when you're going, uh, what, 
people would deem normal speeds about 40 miles an hour. Uh, by the time you see something can react to it and actually get stopped, uh, it, it takes a little more time than what you realize. So uh, those safe distances and not being distracted, uh, just having that phone in your hand uh, uh, just adds to that reaction time and it's, it's not good. It's not good. Now, uh, last time you were on, you mentioned that you would be getting body cams in soon. Uh, have they arrived yet? Yeah, we've had them for a while. So we actually started the rollout this week. Uh, December 5th was our target rollout day, and uh, uh, we were able to meet that day and uh, get them uh, uh, out on the road. Now it's a lengthy process. So uh, what we're trying to do is we're trying to slow roll the first week or two just to make sure our system's working right and make sure of our make sure all of our policies are uh, correct and that uh, they're actually uh, effective. Uh, we tell our staff all the time, we're not the ones using them on a day-to-day basis the way that they are. So we want to make sure that they have a comfort level in, uh, in operating those systems. But uh, we'll go uh, slow for a week or two, and then uh, the last couple of weeks of December, you'll really see them uh, really see them issued in mass but uh hopefully by the end of the month we'll have everybody uh, set up with the camera system that's great uh, and now you had also put in some new dashboard cameras in many of the police cars i guess maybe in all the police cars right right uh, we had a particular vendor that we were using that, that had a good product but uh, uh one of the big focuses that we uh, one of the things we really had to think about was you know, do you want to have one manufacturer for your body cam and another manufacturer for your in-car camera? And that just puts more that the, uh, it's just more that the officer has to do. So if they get out on a stop, they get out on a hot call, something like that, you don't want them to have to remember to turn on this camera, turn on this camera before they address the call. Because uh, a lot of these are, are dangerous situations. So we wanted uh, to have some type of a system to where if they turn on their blue lights it automatically kicks the system on we wanted to have something that would be easy for them if they get out of the car they can just hit that button on that body cam and it'll activate so we really had to uh, evaluate that so uh, the the thought process was that we go with uh, the same uh, in-car and body cam system to where they'd be integrated and like I said that really helps staff out uh, especially when they need to be focused on getting on getting to the call and addressing the call versus you know doing a bunch of technical stuff so, so. the body cameras are out and uh, most of the police now we're, have them we're starting to issue them right right okay here's a, another question from a listener and they're asking are the blue lights on cars legal now they said the other day they even called an Uber to pick them up to take them somewhere, and it had a blue light, which was the same blue as on a police car, and these were in the windows of these cars. Uh, and and I, I guess, I don't think those are blinking, but they are blue, regular blue lights. Yeah, a lot of the Uber, you'll see their logo to identify them as an Uber driver, and I think a lot of them are blue. Um, you know, it's the biggest issue is the flashing, you know, and with it being a a word specific to identify that that's not so much an issue. But if you do see somebody with um, blue lights that are flashing um, and anything that's intended to try to represent itself that way, that's put on extra. And it's a lot of it has to do with affixing it to the vehicle. For example, I've seen uh, you'll see these uh, headlights have these circles around them and they'll change colors. You can't that's. 
it's fine for a car show or it's fine to have those things where you can use it if you're displaying for example if you got a really nice car that that's kind of neat that you put a lot of time into and you go to car shows to show it off and you can turn that on in a parking lot and, and display that no problem with that you just don't need to be using it when you're driving down the road uh, but uh, with the uber specifically that's that's a logo to help identify it's, it's really more for a safety thing to make sure that you don't get into another car that's not the right one so um and it's inside the interior of the vehicle there to display that text so but yes they are correct anything on the outside of the car with blue or, or flashing any other thing other than amber for a turn signal or clear for a headlight on the front is prohibited all righty 615-893-1450 is our number and uh, another text from a listener this one dealing with the tinting of windows uh, how do you know if you have windows that are too dark? They said that they bought a car that was used and it had some pretty dark tint on the windows. Uh, they want to be sure that they're not stopped for having illegal tinted windows. Well, there's a couple of ways. Um, there's a lot of vendors here in town that do window tint. I'm sure they'd be more than happy to take a look at it for you. Um, if the person who did it was in compliance with the state law, there should be a sticker affixed to the window that has the state code that says that it complies with that. Um, if that's not there, um, it's there's a very good chance it may not be proper. Um, and the law is very specific that that has to be there and they require vendors who uh, apply window tint, they have to apply that sticker on there and give you that and also some documentation. So probably the best thing to do would go to a, a vendor here in town and, and have them check it out and uh, they could walk you through that. Have the laws changed over the years? No. Um, it's always been 35% uh, as far as the visibility, the amount of light that it blocks. Now, they did increase. The law did change, I don't know what year, about the sticker because basically they wanted to provide some accountability for vendors and also for law enforcement to make it easier to where they could readily identify that as being legal. So that, that's the only thing. That, but as far as the limitations on the tent itself, that hasn't changed. Our phone number is 615-893-1450. We're going to pause for just a moment. We'll check on the weather. Yeah, it's going to be a nice day. Uh, if you like days like today, it'll be a great day. <laughs> we'll be right back. Broadcasting to every nook and cranny of Rutherford County's 618 square miles. FM 100.5, 101.9, and AM 1450. This is Amanda at Animal City. I'd like to invite your family to come do business with my family. We have a variety of products, whether it's a highly effective stain and odor remover for Fido's accident, a pet safe candle for the home, or fresh decor to brighten your fish or reptile enclosure, we have you covered here at Animal City. Here at Animal City, we have two full stories of great pet supplies and adoptable pets. You can find your locally owned pet store, Animal City on Broad Street. When should you take a tour of Adams Place? Well, I don't think it's ever too early. I drive by here and I kept thinking, now that's where I think I would like to live. We're talking with Carol Johnston. And so I did take a tour and it's a homey atmosphere. That's what I liked about it. Don't wait too long. I'm Terry Deal. Call me for more information about Adams Place, located at 1927 Memorial Boulevard, across from Walmart. If you're looking for an authentic relationship with financial experts who genuinely care about your unique needs, 
Capstar Bank is for you. Capstar Bank is dedicated to the people of this community. Capstar Bank wants to help you reach your financial goals. Because at Capstar Bank, you matter to us. Capstar Bank, 2230 Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Boulevard, capstarbank.com, member FDIC, equal housing lender. Broadcasting from the Middle Tennessee Electric Studios, MTE supplies power to the station's 328-foot tower in downtown Murfreesboro. MTE, serving to make life better since 1936. We'll see a few scattered showers and thunderstorms here this afternoon with cloudy skies and high around 70 degrees. For tonight, chance for showers cloudy alone near 55. I'm meteorologist Jennifer Wojcicki on News Radio WGNS. Currently, it's 65. It's the most wonderful time of the year. Merry Christmas from all of us at News Radio WGNS. Welcome back. This is the final segment, so if you have a question, don't wait around. Yeah. It's a, it says, uh, do we have any, this is a text, do we have any programs, even in other communities, designed to regularly remind residents of common traffic laws? Just the old run-of-the-mill traffic laws. I'm not sure what that would be. Maybe something they say added to an existing Murfreesboro social media site. People here don't seem to understand basic laws like turning staying in the same lane, how to navigate stops and turns in areas with no traffic lights. Yeah. You know, a lot of that, um, a lot of those issues are that the city uh, and we regulate are come from state ordinances and, you know, most of your uh, major driving issues. But anybody that wants to look at specific city ordinances, uh, if they go to the city's website, there's a link there for um, an electronic source that you can get it on your phone they have an application uh, to where they can actually view any city ordinance that they want and read uh, that also and there's a whole section that has to do with traffic if somebody's curious about that yeah and we could we can uh, look at a way possibly to uh, put a copy of the Tennessee driver's handbook online uh, it's 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 a pretty substantial document and it has pages and uh, kind of what we talked about earlier about the following too closely making turns things like that it's pretty specific and you know giving good advice on how to how to do those things so you know as a reminder of course yeah you've already got your license but it probably doesn't hurt every once in a while to go back and brush up on that stuff so that is a it's a pretty thorough document so i don't think there'd be an issue attaching that to our traffic section as a as a resource for everybody we are just a few weeks away from the start of a brand new year and turning over some new leafs in your life. And if you are looking for an exciting new leaf in that life, uh, you can become an officer with the Murfreesboro Police Department. I understand some jobs are open right now. Yeah, I think December the 19th is our next day for our, the beginning of that process for our physical agility test, if you're interested in that. You can go on the website um, and sign up to take, do that. We also have uh, openings in communications. Um, if if anybody's looking for any job at the police department, not just you know we need people, not just police officers. Larry does a real good job about posting those on Facebook whenever we have um, an opening and we're looking for folks for different sorts. So if you see that, um, and also the good thing about following that way, they'll have links associated with follow-up questions that people may have. So. Um, so yeah, I'll let Chief. I don't know anything he wants to add to that. 
No, just uh, no. It's not just law enforcement uh, that goes on behind those walls. There's a uh, support specialist positions. There's all kinds of uh, all kinds of work to be done, and uh, uh, we'd encourage anybody that has an interest to apply and just uh, uh, go through the city system and uh, sign up for those uh, uh, alerts. And just uh, uh, would welcome to love to have you on board. Now you mentioned physical agility test. Uh, is this something we need to practice for? Before? Yeah, so, so if you go online, yeah, the, the, our test is online to where you can see what it's comprised of, and that's actually the first stage for law enforcement. Larry, and did you have to do that? I did not. Actually, I want to do it, but I, at my old age, I may not be able to He's complete it. He's just a kid. Because you have to, you know, I'm 55. I'll be 55. But... Uh, Oh, I'm sorry, Chief. No, no, <laughs> we'll, let you, the same we'll, 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 we'll let you do it. Put a, maybe put but, a GoPro camera. Yeah, I don't know if I can complete it, but literally, you have to complete it in five minutes. You have to run. Whoa. You have to jump fences. You have to climb stairs. You have to carry bags. You have to push a dummy. Uh, it's a lot. Uh, so if anybody who's considering becoming a police officer and want to, you know, uh, start training, if they would go to our webpage, the police department's webpage, and go to recruitment, I have a video there that uh, walks you through the whole thing the whole thing it's a video walks you through the whole thing and so you don't want to just step blindly into that test I wouldn't advise it (laughs) (laughs) I would not advise it and Bart if we have a few seconds before we leave uh, Sergeant Amy Didden with our community engagement uh, division uh, text me she wanted to uh, to let the public know that we're doing a uh, uh, Citizen Police Academy spring, spring section that will begin on January 24th, January 24th, a Citizens Police Academy uh, class, and uh, there are only a few seats available. So if you're interested in uh, uh, joining uh, our CPA, it's uh, 12 weeks. You only have to commit uh, one night a week uh, on Tuesday night, and um, you'll learn everything about the police department and uh, you know, I think you recently came um, through uh, well, with a different not group. Recently. I, yeah, it was a long time ago. Right, right. But, but I think you I, visited I'm, the police department not too long ago. Yes, and mm-hmm. saw a lot that Phenomenal we do. Phenomenal place. Yeah, and I would highly recommend that Citizens Police Academy class. Uh, and and it's on Tuesday evenings. What time? Typically, it starts around four in the afternoon to seven at night, uh, something like that. I may have the times wrong, and Amy I'm sure she's will, listening. will yeah. uh, probably <laughs> correct me if I'm wrong. But uh, Should they contact her? <laughs> yeah, Sergeant Amy Didden, uh, you can reach her via email, adenton, D-E-N-T-O-N, at murfreesboro.tn.gov, or you can reach her by phone, 629-201-5580. And the times are from 5.30 to 8.30 on Tuesday nights. 5.30 to 8.30. She texted. She is only a, a text away. Yeah. Very good. So uh, sign up. And just a few left, so sign yes. up quickly. Quickly. And the price is big, right? Uh, it's free. And we also <laughs> offer a Teen Citizens Police Academy okay. that has been quite successful. And uh, so that will be coming up soon as well. So. And I'd, I'd really encourage you, if you went through the CPA, through the old police department, and haven't been to the new facility yet and you've got the time to uh, uh, go through it again, I'd encourage that because so much has changed uh, over the past few years. I tell you, it's, it's amazing mm. just going through the new police department and seeing what is available. It makes you feel safer. 
right here in the community. A lot of good people work behind those walls and do a good job every day, so uh, we're proud of them. So. Thank you all for joining us this morning. <laughs> Our Murfreesboro Police Chief Michael Bowen with us, Lieutenant Clayton Williams, and Public Information Officer Larry Flowers. Thank you for joining us. Hey, have a super rest of the day. Don't forget the uh, school bus safety that's going on this afternoon and the Murfreesboro Christmas Parade is Sunday at 2.